You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show on the Salem Radio Network. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. How do we counter these messages? Tune in as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Hey everybody, we're back. Tina Griffin here, host of Counterculture Mom. And this is a Father's Day special we're doing today with three amazing dads talking about different fatherhood tips that we need to have in American homes today to raise counterculture warriors in those homes. And this is about honoring true heroes, not Cardi B, not Nicki Minaj, but America's dads. And what better way to hit a home run than to have dear friend, Rebel Dad, join me here. Ryan Dobson, what's up, buddy? Hey, good to be here. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I have to go back about a couple of years, 15, 20 years. You probably won't remember. But the second I found out that this show was launching first time ever on Father's Day, I knew it had to be you and my husband for the top two guests to have on the show. But the wild thing is you and I had dinner together one night in Hollywood yeah. back about 17, 18 years. Well, I left that night and God's like, you're going to meet your husband through Ryan Dobson. I'm like, what in the world? So I kind of stored it. It was, it was a weird thought. It came out of nowhere. So you connected me with Kelly Ewing at Ambassador. That's right. Yeah, Kelly I now I remember this. That's right. Nate Griffin, and then Nate brought in his brother. So That's right. That's you're the, right. You're the reason I'm married today for 14 years with four children, and now I'm very thankful for you because you're going to be giving me and a bunch of listeners today some great parenting tips. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I celebrated 16 years wow. uh, this just this past Sunday. Yeah. Well, you got a tattooed, tattooed on my finger right there. So that's my wedding date. Husbands, there's a, there's a good husband tip. <laughs> husband tip. If, Put a tattoo if you on forget, your finger. If you forget dates and you're worried about forgetting your anniversary for the rest of your life, just tattoo it on your hand. It's super easy. Absolutely hilarious. And I do remember you texting me about two or three weeks later when we were hanging out in Hollywood and you're like, I met my wife and it was very quick for you. Didn't you get married in like three days? No, let's see. We had our first date. It was a blind date. Total blind oh date. Never gosh. seen each other. Talked on the phone a couple times, but that was it. Like nothing major. And we met on a Sunday night and we were engaged to the day three weeks later. Oh, I knew and, it was fast. And then from that day to our wedding date was five, like five months and three days. We didn't know each other six months. Like we had not known each other six full months on our wedding day. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Ryan, I think a- the, uh, the, it spread to us, but you beat my record. I thought we were faster than you and in no way. No, Luke wanted it to be that fast. <laughs> he threw the yeah. top of our wedding cake on a, a platter, a plate, threw me in the car and said, we're not doing our first dance. We'll do it at the hotel. I'm like, Luke, seriously, can you just wait, you know, a couple minutes. Let me enjoy the wedding ceremony here. Right. So yeah. No, I first. Oh, I was like, what's for that? The parents, for the parents turn in, tune in for the first time. They probably don't know all of the amazing resources you've got. You are the host of Rebel Parenting Podcast. And Ryan, knowing you, Rebel Parenting was the exact term you used to, you need to have yeah. for your ministry because it's exactly where you're at and what your mission is. Um, you're it really is. Rebellion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, parenting really has been turned on its head. Marriages, families, mm-hmm. families have been turned on its head over the last couple decades. Um, honestly, this is just one tiny, tiny example. I was talking to my dad. Um, for those that don't know, my dad's James Dobson. He founded Focus on the Family, now James Dobson Family Institute. He and I were talking about California. Now, I have a learning disability in math. Um, I was born this way. I've been tested by a trained professional. And in my brain, math and language don't work. Uh, they just plain don't work. And that's okay. Uh, it, it does 
cause problems from time to time. Like when I, especially when I travel and I'm traveling and I'm changing time zones a bunch of times, most of the time I will call my wife the night before I fly home to make sure I'm getting up on time because my brain just doesn't work that way. And that's fine. I don't, I, I couldn't care less, honestly. California, this is such a, a, a nuanced thing, but they're doing away with algebra in junior high and calculus in high school, and they are no longer grouping students by ability. And what they came out and said is, we are doing away with the notion that some kids are born with abilities and some aren't. Wow. Some kids are born gifted, wow. some aren't born gifted, and we don't believe that exists at all. But here's the hardest part about that. In the 60s, when my dad was getting his PhD at USC in Southern California, everyone, all psychologists believed children were born what they called tabula rosa, which is blank slate. There was no discussion of nature versus nurture. It was only nurture. Parents were responsible for every action their child made was a parental responsibility or fault. Now we know that's not true. Kids are born with temperaments and personalities. You can have identical twins with wildly different personalities. Why I bring that up is what California is telling teachers, any school teacher should listen to this. What they're saying is if you get junior high Ryan in your class, it's your fault. I can't learn math like the other students. They're putting every bit of responsibility wow. on the teachers. They're wow. saying, my friend Don, his wife is a, was a math professor at the Air Force Academy. By the way, civilian professor, which is super rare. They're saying that Kimberly and I were born with the exact same ability. The only difference is the quality of teacher I had. And that's terrifying for a teacher. Absolutely. Plus, you got 25, 30 students in there. Then you got the whole COVID uh, thing where everybody's le- learning online. So here's Ooh. my, here's my question with this. Um, yeah. Ryan, we've got, um, I, first of all, I, I want people to know exactly who you are for, for the extra work. You are the author of six books. You include multiple bestsellers. Dobson is a, um, a radio host has top 20 iTunes podcast. That's awesome. Ryan, that's really cool. Has spoken more than it. 1 million people around the world and has appeared in numerous major media outlets, including Fox news, Huckabee, the wall street journal, print edition, and of course, you and your wife, Laura, live in Colorado with your two kids. That is crazy. A lot of pressure on these teachers. So my question would be this. <laughs> You're saying hi to neighbors. Um, the biggest thing that I get when I've been speaking now for 20 years this month, actually, to parents mm. around the country about pop culture media influence is a lot of parents are thinking, am I going to have any hair left? I am now parenting a ton of teens in the home. How yeah. can you raise teens in the home and make it a peaceful environment? And if it's not peaceful right now, how do you get it to be peaceful? Totally. Yeah. Um, okay. You know me, uh, I will not sugarcoat this. Of course you can. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Here's the deal. It just takes way more work on the parents part. Mm -hmm. Um, and a lot of people don't agree with me and you do whatever you want. I'm going from personal experience from a ton of research and every expert I can possibly get my hands on. I can tell you, there's just little things. It takes more work on a parent's part. And what it means is you get to be the adult. By the way, you get to be a parent. It's so Yay, awesome. It's what the, a wild concept. Seriously. It's, I mean, that's the first part. One, if you don't like being a parent, start telling yourself you do. You know, uh, there's a, um, a thing that I, 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 I snapped into about, gosh, maybe a decade ago, and it's called the five-minute journal, and it's based on gratitude. And what scientists say is people are born with a happiness quotient. 
Um, it's just your, your, your median happiness level. And that doesn't really change throughout lifetime. If something amazing happens, you win the lottery, your happiness quotient will go up for about two years and then drop down to its homeostasis again. Same thing with a sad incident. You lose a child or, or a loved one. It'll go down, go back up around two years. What they say is through gratitude practices, you can raise and keep your happiness quotient higher if you're regularly grateful. And so when I became a parent, I I don't want a pity party. And my dad has been known for decades as the foremost authority on marriage and parenting. So Mm -hmm. for me, there was a, a large pressure to be a great parent out of the box. And I quickly learned, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I just thought maybe by osmosis, all the Dobson info would have, you know, transpired into me and, and it did not transfer to me. Um, and my parenting started off fear-based and I was bad at it. And I was really, I was irritating my kids. I was frustrating my wife and I can tell you, Tina, the direction they were going. Mm. Uh, my son is naturally very compliant. Um, and my daughter is, is, uh, she's more She's a little spicy. It, yeah. by the, and I, I say that so lightly now at age nine, because when she was little, she was very spicy. Uh, and Lincoln was very, very compliant. But I was so afraid of blowing it that I was pushing them away from me. Wow. Lincoln wouldn't have been outright rebellious, but we would not have a close relationship because I was, I was a dictator. I was overbearing. I could never have a situation where you shouldn't be or couldn't be coached up. And I used every opportunity to tell you what a better job you could be doing. And that's not okay. Ryan, it's not. And I, I have to tell you, I have been the same way. And I don't know if it's a mm-hmm. uh, perfectionism. I'm the oldest totally. in my family. Yeah. Uh, my dad, you know, they paid us five bucks for the A's. And I'm not saying they were like, you better do a great job or else. But I put this high expectation on myself. I got sure. one life to live. Mm-hmm. I can't screw up. You just nailed something huge right now. With the fear you were going to mess up that actually yeah. drove your kids away. It makes me somewhat yeah. want to cry, but praise the Lord you got back on that on that track and that's why you created Rebel Parenting. It what is. What do you tell to the yes. parents right now who are raising really young kids? Because you said something profound when you emailed me that you get down physically to their level. Do you yeah. go on your knees and talk to them face to face? Explain, explain that and that's such a killer idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do it with both my kids because they were very different. Some people have strong-willed children. They were born with the middle finger in the air. They just want to fight. Uh, and some kids are born totally compliant. You look at them in the mirror and it's like, yes, no, sit, stand, dance, what? Yeah, I'll do whatever you want. You know, I just right. want to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And and that's that thing you think, you know, well, will it work with either kid? Here's the truth. With both my kids, one, expect them to make mistakes and make them all the time. Because as human adults, we make mistakes all the time. So true. And you can't beat them up for it. If you beat them up for making mistakes, for failing, they're just going to hide it from you. They're not going to run to you. Our, our key principle, our key principle in rebel parenting is the same thing in faith. So a religion, religiosity says, oh my goodness, I screwed up. God is going to kill me. But my faith in Jesus Christ, the relationship I have with him says, oh my goodness, I screwed up. I got to run until Jesus. Y'all, that's so true. And how many times do you right? hear that? I've never heard anybody say that right there. But that's the same thing with a parent. I don't want yes. my kid to go, oh my goodness, I screwed up. My dad is going to kill me. What am I going to do? He's going to kill me. He's got to go, oh my goodness, I've made the worst mistake in my life. I got to run and tell my dad right now. That's you. This is so profound. People tuning in right now. This is Ryan Dobson, dear friend of mine, 15, 20 years now. 
Rebel Parenting. You have to check out his podcast. What you said is so good because I probably give myself a D, (laughs) maybe a little bit better. No, I used to be so hard on the kids. I'm starting to lighten up now. I don't know if COVID did that to me where I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. We have children that are not dying of cancer. You know, I I didn't lose a baby, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. during pregnancy. No one in my family died of COVID and everything just came real to me. Enjoy the process of parenting. Am I 12 year old? I was running sound. So I'm, I'm okay with messing up together. A hundred percent. And here's the thing, Tina, this is what I know for sure. Cause every parent that comes to me, that's like that. I struggled with anger for so long. I was such the angry person, the yeller, Mm -hmm. the breaker, the stormer, you know, the whole deal, but yeah, you are so much harder on yourself than you are your kids. And, and you're, and, and that bounces off of you and hits them. And that's, I was, destroying myself with my inner voice. I was mm-hmm. so, oh, you're, you failure. You're, you're, the world's going to find out you're a fraud. You know, you, you, you talk like you come from some parenting legacy. You're the worst parent. I mean, we all do that. Type yep. A's do it more. And then we do it to our kids because we think, well, if I can just make them good, I didn't, well, then I, my life wasn't a waste. Well, then I can be a failure, but since they're good, it's okay. Right. And I'm telling you, I started telling myself, I love being a parent. I love being a parent. I love being my parents, my kids' parent. I love, and I didn't because I was a failure and it made me feel bad about myself. I was a bad parent. And I just kept telling myself, you love being a parent. You love being your kid's parent. You love, and, and here's the other thing. Good. I started telling them, man, I love being your dad. I love, I was lying. Not that I'm not so honored that the Lord let me be their dad, mm-hmm. but I was embarrassed of the job I was doing. But I just kept telling them, I love being your dad. And the looks on their faces, like, oh, cool. Thank I'm, you. I, th- yeah. I've, because you do? they don't know. Why? Why do you like being my dad? Oh, man, it's so fun to be with you. You're so, you're so intelligent. You have such amazing thoughts that come out of your brain. Like, tell them specifically why you like, because that will change your relationship. Because it will. Think about your boss. This is why I started thinking about parenting. We've all had bad bosses. Think about your boss. If your boss spoke to you the way you speak to yourself, you'd quit. <laughs> but if you had a boss that walked in and was like, man, I am so glad I hired you. You really do a great job. In fact, not, it's not just that you do the job I asked. You think of other things you can do. You make my life easier. If your boss told you that, you'd be there first in the day, last at home, working extra hard because you feel appreciated and and cared for and protected and you're safe. And Um, Ryan, you got to tell your kids that. Absolutely. Uh, You literally are changing my life right now. You are changing my life right now. Mm. I I really, uh, it's a one-two punch, Ryan, one-two punch. You have such killer questions. I got three more that I want to nail out because I, I wish this interview was like 78 hours long. Wait, okay. let me, let, so let me ask your second one because you talked about getting it at your child's level. So yeah. my daughter, my daughter, so uh, people listening, just don't go and tease her. Don't go and say like my whole life I heard stories about me and I really try to, you know, respect my kids' boundaries. Lucy was born in a way that, when it reacted against my parenting style and my temperament, you would have said she would be classically strong-willed. <laughs> she, and and here's the thing, Tina, I learned by age two and a half or three, when she turned two, you know, two and a half or three, she was stronger than me. Mm-hmm. She just was. Her willpower is so much stronger than mine. And it, I got to tell you, as a type A person who believes he's right most of the time, that's terrifying 
because mm-hmm. I knew I couldn't win. If I tried to spank her into submission, I would have, it would have been child abuse. A hundred percent. You know, it, it, when you escalate with ch- any parent that's got a child understands the escalation point. Any dad listening will understand when you feel a child is wrong and you're right. Oftentimes, not every time, oftentimes dads will stand up taller, puff your chest out. The voice gets deeper because I'm right. I am a correct person. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. I'm taller. I've lived longer and I am right and you are wrong. And now you're going to obey me. You know, that whole thing. When I took it from like a four to a five, uh, Lucy just set the house on fire. Like she took it to a 50. And I literally realized if you continue down this road, you are never going to have a relationship with that kid. Never. It makes absolute complete sense. And you have a section here, preteens, junior high and teens, the importance of being near them. It yeah. goes right into that. Can you explain the importance of being near with your kids and spending quality time with them, even if they're 15, 20 minutes a day on special projects? 100%, 100%, 100%. With, with Lou, I get, you know, when she would get upset, I would stop. I would get very calm, which I don't want to do. Instantly, adrenaline wants to fight. I would get uh-huh. very calm, get on my knees, get down at her level, and listen. Wow. That changed everything with her. And the second one was, we do this with little girls. Oh, I'm sure we do it with little boys, but with little girls especially. The whole thing when they're crying, you go, don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. It's okay. You know what I'm talking about? Right, Kids. Right. Every, every adult does this. My wife looked at me one day. This is why I'm married to her. This is why she's the greatest. She goes, why do you keep doing that? No one, you cry all the time. No one tells you to stop crying. What are you doing? And it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm uncomfortable with tears, but I should be. When I started saying, oh, do you need to cry? Oh, come here. And just opening my arms, being completely fine with the emotions and tears. It stopped. She is the sweetest, kindest. I mean, most, if I told you Lucy was strong-willed, people would slap me. They'd be like, what are you talking about? This angel, this precious angel you think is strong. She's not, but she didn't change. I did. I changed with teens and junior hires. Just be near them. Just read a book in their room. I lay on my son's bed while he plays video games, while he screams at his friends and plays video games because every now and then he'll turn it off and go, hey, dad, you know what? And I go, I don't have any idea. What? What? (laughs) And then by the way, the line of communication, just spending time. Yeah. Yes. You can't have your phone. Uh, Every study shows Shanti Feldhan has done an amazing study. She is the perfect guest, by the way. Shanti is a genius, genius. If you have a cell phone on you, your kids are like 70% less likely to talk to you about anything of importance. Oh, they know. Just, if it buzzes oh. and you pick it, because you know that. I, listen, one of my best friends from college passed away and I ran mm-hmm. into a mutual friend and we were talking about it. And in the middle of a sentence, he pulled his phone out and looked at it for a couple of seconds and then put it back in his pocket and looked up at me again. And I can remember being like, oh, I'm done. Right. Wow. No more interest because what I was saying wasn't important enough for you to finish hearing me. We're talking about the death of a mutual great friend. Yeah. I mean, it was a, you know, whole, it was like, oh, and that's why. Don't, you know, just, and here's the deal. You got to tell yourself over and over and over and over and over again, you get to do this. Right. You get to do you this. you get one shot to do it. No, 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 you no. Get- nope, you don't. You don't if get you've one blown it, if it. you've blown it every second of their life, every second of their life, you've been the worst, rottenest, horrible parent. You can turn it around right this second. So if, if all if you got, 
even if your son's you, like 48, that's so true. Come cares? on over for dinner. Let's start mending a relationship. You know what you got to do? Here's, here's how you do it. I am so sorry. I am so, I was wrong. I was wrong. When you were young mm. and I acted that way, I cannot imagine the damage I have done to you. I don't even know if I can ask for your forgiveness, but I will, I will be a better person. When I, I tell wow. you, Tina, I looked in my kid's face after yelling again for the 50,000th time. And I was like, I am so sorry. Daddy is struggling with anger. I really am going to be better. And I saw the look in their faces like, okay. Here we go again. Right. Here we go. And you know what I said? I went, oh. <sighs> I've said this too many times, haven't I? And everybody went like this. Like, you know, my wife was like, oh, crap. We, what do we do? You know, right. is, 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 is an explosion about to come? Because we just showed Ryan a mirror. And I went, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm going to go get help. And I did. I went to therapy. I, I think and it's horrible. That's... It works, but it's terrible. Again, I don't sugarcoat it. It's terrible. I... Being wrong, st- oh, being wrong, pardon me, it stinks so bad. Yeah. But, but you could be better. Kids, it's okay. Exactly. You nailed it. We got like two <sighs> minutes and I have to get to your website. But you, once again, made me think differently about the fact that we don't <laughs> just got one shot to raise our children. Shame nope. on me. Okay. That's so true. I have to look at what words I'm personally using. So two thumbs down on counterculture mom with getting a couple things wrong here in this interview, but that's why I have. No, 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 no. Everybody makes the mistake. Everybody does. Everybody makes a mistake. Don't beat yourself up. Evaluate everything. Yeah. Listen, rebelparenting.org, ryandobson.com. Either way, just look up Ryan Dobson. You'll find me somewhere. Seriously, parents, I promise. Podcast, right? You want everybody to go on the podcast and check it out? Yeah, Rebel Parenting, Rebel Parenting Podcast. I just want parents to understand, I promise you can do it. The Lord chose you uniquely and specifically for your child. Whether it's adopted, foster, or natural, the Lord looked down when he created this earth and went, you, you're the exact person that's right for this kid. Oh my goodness, you're the best. That's how the Lord thinks of you. He thinks of you and he shakes with violent emotion and you can be great. It takes work. Yeah. It takes work. It takes learning how to apologize and be a better person. But I'm telling you, at 16 years in, having gone through just the most ups and downs, I'm telling you, I love being married and I love being a parent. And you can too. I promise. I, we can. And you know what? It means a lot to me. You came out and you have such great tips. Um, no wonder you wrote a bunch of books and spoke to a million people. Now, you, people can give online to you too, correct? Right through Rebel Parenting? Sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely. Can you give one good piece of advice to our listeners today about the role of marriage in being a parent? I think that's 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lastly, Tina, honestly, whenever we do parenting conferences, uh, we tell people your marriage is the first thing you should work on in your parenting. If you want your kids to be good with money, learn how to be good with money. You want kids to be good communicators? Learn how to communicate. You want kids to love their wife? Love your wife. You want kids to respect their husband? Respect your husband. It's work. It's the most important thing. Don't, I mean, listen, if your spouse won't go to counseling with you, go by yourself because you will get better and they will too because you will be acting differently. It's the same thing I did with my kids. I worked on me and they changed because I changed first. This is the power of Jesus Christ. It takes one to tango. Ryan, thank you for being with us today. You guys can get all the show notes surrounding this program. Make sure you get it. Make sure you share it with people. You probably can think of 30 parents. You can send this to right now or tell them to tune into the I podcast. Watch the show on Liftable TV, wherever you're tuning in from with this program. Ryan, 
Stay tuned. Don't go away. But thank you so much for your expert advice today on this Father's Day special to help us be better parents in the home and especially dads. You guys have a tough job. Thank you for being a leader and being that example that everyone needs to see. Oh, you're very kind. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No worries. Well, that wraps it up with our Father's Day special with Ryan Dobson. You definitely, without a doubt, want to get our Counterculture Mom app. It's phenomenal. We have about 20-some people pumping out pop culture every single day with excellent advice like Ryan Dobson, his program of in here, as well as great parenting books and what to run from with the world of pop culture so your kids learn how to be a father and not watch the nasty hogwash coming out of Hollywood right now about how the fathers aren't even in the home anymore. So make sure you check out that. And you also want to check out counterculturemom.com and get our summer show special, which is all of our goodies from our store for one low price. Check that out, Counterculture Mom store. Make sure you get out there. Make a difference with parenting. If you have a father that needs some help and guidance, lead him to this episode with Ryan Dobson. Once again, Tina Griffin, Counterculture Mom, signing off from the Counterculture Mom Show. Let's go out there and make a difference for our kids and our country. Thanks for listening to the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin on the Salem Radio Network. Check out all of our helpful resources at counterculturemom.com. You can also get our free parent media guide loaded with positive entertainment options by texting the word guide to the number 55444. And don't forget to download the new Counterculture Mom app to get critical pop culture alerts straight to your phone. By now, you've all heard about MyPillow and how it's literally changed people's lives. For a limited time, get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. Kings are only $5 more. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TINA, spelled T-I-N-A. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and MyPillow Towel Sets. Visit MyPillow.com with promo code TINA. That's T-I-N-A.